Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Hello and welcome to the show. It's Friday, which means two things. Gloucester Park tonight and also Talking Harness WA. And uh, what a race it was last week. The Retrovision Fremantle Cup. There was incidents at the start. It was action-packed and an absolute champion uh, put himself at the top of the pecking order. If there was any doubt before, there was no doubt after the race who was the best horse in WA, if not Australia, in the Little Champ Chicago Bull and tonight we roll into the Westral Mares Classic, and uh, it's a great time of year this year um, uh, at the moment with all the big feature Group 1 races, and of course we're only seven days away from the Tab Touch WA Pacing Cup, and uh, Chicago Bull looks to have it at his mercy as I welcome Glenn Mortimer into uh, the show, and Mortz, it was a fantastic Retrovision Fremantle Cup. Didn't disappoint uh, Rads, that's for sure. The Retrovision Fremantle Cup was brilliant. The bull was simply stunning. Uh, a treble to junior, both at Gloucester Park on Friday night and Pinjarra on Monday. Uh, the training performance by Gary Hall Sr., double to Lindsay Harper and Sue Wiscom on Friday night, which was great. And a fantastic debut by a horse in Bunbury on Friday <laughs> night called Betty's Destroyer. Now, I'm going to throw you a curveball, lads, because I've actually got a this new... This is a little bit self-indulgent again, Mortz, but anyway. I've actually introduced a new segment into okay. our show. Here we it's go. Called, it's called Three in 30 with Rads. <laughs> so, Rads, can anybody beat the bull, regardless of the draw in the pacing cup? No. That's, that we mightn't go 30 seconds here, Mortz. 30, that's, that's all. Three in 30. Standing starts, are they good for turnover? Uh, no. Uh, that, well, that's proven the data. The data's all there to say that they're, they're not. But whether they've still got a place in, yep. in harness racing, so that's not without that. But they're not, they're not good for turnover. If you want to talk about wagering, it, they're, they're not. And lastly, can you win again on Tuesday? <laughs> I haven't had a good look at the field sports. Come on, but, yes or no. But it's, we've, it's got, yes no we've got the champion Gary Hall Jr. going aboard. So uh, that, that not that Cody didn't drive it perfectly Great drive on on Saturday Cody. night. The dollar fifty five went to a dollar forty five. But uh, well, I'll say yes. Why not? Great. Okay, there we go. Why not? Excellent. Simon Miller and Ray Meadowcroft. They they were uh, he had a bad day, Simon. That's <laughs> got so he he said to Fred Kurz, "I've got one bullet left in the locker, and she's having a debut in a maiden at Bunbury at Bunbury Trots, and and he got the cash. So we gave Simon Miller something to cheer for. Hello to Simon and. Uh, the team out there. Uh, but before we get into our first guest, and he's a Hall of Famer, and what a training performance uh, that Gary Hall Senior's done with Chicago Ball. Uh, our, our guest was brought to you by Steel Blue Boots. Built for comfort, made for work, 736 stockists nationwide. They're great with um, uh, um, charity. They certainly uh, are. Beyond Blue and all those uh, 
all those charities and uh, yeah, uh, great sponsors of us. And uh, what a great product! Yeah, more importantly, great product. Steel Blue Boots, uh, like you said, they are great uh, great sponsors of the station, but also very very um, beyond blue the. Cancer Foundation, they do a lot for the community and um, they just have a great product. And they, they certainly do. All right, let's get into uh, last week's Retrovision Fremantle Cup. And we'll actually uh, listen to the first part of the race before we go into uh, the finish because it was action-packed from the get-go. Dead. Ready. And the green light goes on. Vampiro begins fast with Mighty Concrete going quickly. Bletchley Park looking to hold up. Now Shockwave tried to get in front of Galactic Star there. Couldn't quite do it. Galactic Star goes through in the centre. Chicago Bull settles with four behind it. Trouble here at the front of the field. Mighty Concrete. He's done it before. He's done it again. He's galloped his way out of play and Vampiro has burnt to the front going into the back straight. Bletchley Park Inside is running second. 30.5 the second quarter. Vampiro pulling out plenty. Leads a neck. Now Chicago Bull given full rain now. Bletchley Park away from the inside. Perfect Major got through. And here comes Shockwave with his run now. Vampiro Jordan headed by Chicago Bull. Perfect Major is trying to get out. Shockwave's out wider. And then Bletchley Park in the straight. The leader Chicago Bull. Vampiro. Then came Shockwave. Perfect Major. Galactic Star. The Bull's in front. He is a superstar. Chicago Bull clear. And Chicago Chicago Bull races home from Galactic. Yeah, what a performance from uh, the great Chicago Bull. Galactic star in second. Unfortunately, Shockwave bled from both nostrils, so uh, he's down for, for about three months, and hopefully that, uh, that he's okay. I spoke to Kevin Jevons yesterday and said that he's, he's recovering fine and there's, there's no issues, but uh, what a performance from Chicago Bull, and a great pleasure to introduce his Hall of Fame trainer, Gary Hall Sr., and, and Gary... First of all, congratulations, and what a performance from your little champion. Yeah, good morning, Mick. Good morning, Glenn. Yeah, he, um, he just um, just keeps going to a level that you can't imagine. He's um, just a fantastic little horse. And, and he's had to work again in the run. Um, he, he's Gary, Gary Jr., he, just, he makes the right moves at the right time virtually in every race, and he did it again on, on Friday night, summed it up got there and controlled the race outside the Empiro. Um and, and he just dominated them. <laughs> and and that's that's the only word you can describe it, I think, Senior, just domination. Yeah, uh, yeah. well, you know, obviously Shockwave had the problem and that wouldn't have helped his chances. And uh, I think it's a shame for the uh, pacing cup that he's not going to be going around in it. And um, he's definitely a worthy adversary and um, it's devastating for Kevin and all and. Ryan Bell and all the all the connections of that horse, so uh, hopefully he makes a full recovery. But um, Chicago Bulls leaving behind a trail of uh, <laughs> destruction. <horses that> he's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just so tough, isn't he, the little horse? And uh, but, you know, I wasn't even going to go around tonight. I was thinking of not, but he's done so well since. And I just I just think it's 2900 next week. Those races are never easy. You know, he had to run a 27-3 to get to the breeze last Friday night. So. I just want him, you know, well and truly prime for next uh, Friday night. And I, I really haven't got anything to work with at home, so that's why he's going around. And uh, you know, I uh, you'd probably say he's got a good chance in the in the pacing cup, but you know, those races it still depends on a bit of luck. Senior, it was the best training performance I've seen uh, in harness racing, and I don't say that lightly because to get Chicago Bull back to the level that he's back at now is just. An incredible, uh, incredible defeat. Do you think the bull is going as well or better now than he's ever gone before? 
Well, I definitely think he's going as good. Yeah, Glenn, I don't think I don't know that he could go any better when he won the two the two cups before and those races and he, he went one fifty or he broke the track record for the mile beating so Trebecca he was in he was in terrific form then, but I don't I don't think he's he's in that form right now. He's as good as that anyway. You know, if not better, he might be a little bit better. Um he's certainly uh one thing about him, he's amazing with his consistency. Oh, look, he certainly is. And just another question. Did you ever think, uh, once he had that injury, that you would actually be able to get him back to that level? I mean, it was a, it was a very severe injury. And, and even six months ago, like, he, he, he didn't look like the old Chicago Bull. He, like, he, were you concerned, even at the start of COVID? I think, whose idea was this beating at that day meeting? Yeah. Were you concerned? Yeah. Yeah, I was. <laughs> you do worry about most things, senior. <laughs> well, uh, you know that, that that's a big worry when you've got a horse of visibility and what happened to him. And his last run in in New Zealand was sensational. And um, then he then he comes back with that injury. And you know, I was always hopeful he'd come back, but I I had a look at a lot of X-rays of those injuries, and he's the worst one I've ever seen. I, I, I should get a copy of it and get it up for people to look at because yeah. he, you really can't believe how severe it was and when I brought him back he was crabbing and he, he started he, he sort of did a bit of damage to his fetlock and suspensory and all that you know coming back so I thought you know like oh, it's just going to be Mighty Quinn all over again once Mighty Quinn started having those problems you know things just got worse for him and um, I thought oh Bully's just going to go down the same path and I, he's done a great job you know and I was sort of hoping that he might be able to break the $2 million barrier. So, and there was calls for, you know, there was calls on social media for his retirement because he ran fourth at his last start to Golden, or uh, to one of my resources. And it was, uh, it was pretty um, devast- devastating that night. I was pretty disappointed. So we gave him a break, brought him back. And this time he's come back, he's just got better and better and better and better. And he's just amazing. He seems 100% sound and he's uh, not doing anything like he was in that second prep. And, um, yeah, real happy with him. Yeah, well, he goes around the Railway Cup, but the, the feature of him the night is the Mayor's Classic, and you've got one of the favourites in Belle Catherine. Let's uh, go back a week and listen to uh, how she toughed it out, and it was a, a great winning performance uh, last week to, to get over the top of a, of a really smart man. Belle Catherine the outside and they're clear from Angel in White and Queen Shenandoah around the turn. It's Belle Catherine. Sun Beach Party tries to lift. It's Sun Beach Party and Belle Catherine stride for stride. Belle Catherine with the nose in front. Sun Beach Party tries to come back. Belle Catherine just in front. Sun Beach Party can't quite get Belle Catherine who's just in front and Belle Catherine has just won from Sun Beach Party. Yeah, and the, the, the Talking Harness WA listeners were all aboard, uh, Senior, because it was one of our best bets last week from Scotty Hill. And uh, you must have been really proud of that performance as well because the leader, Sun Beach Party, had won, has run sensational time at Pinjarra, found the front, and, and you had to do all the bullocking work outside her, but you, you just proved too good. Yeah, once again, like I said, it was a ballsy drive by Gary in the, uh, in the Fremantle Cup, and... I think this one was even more so. I, I, you know, I was actually I was pulling my hair out in the run. I didn't think she could do that. <laughs> I, I, I never thought she could stay like that. You know, I, I think a big uh, uh, plus is her sprinting ability. If they run hard run races, she can really hammer home. And uh, you know, like I was, I was when he had a go at the lead. When he came around, he got about half length clear of her, and then he just sat up and he just kept niggling away at her. And I thought, well, oh, you know, I was sort of looking. 
for a place to hide from Steve Chapman because I thought she'd start <laughs> dropping out. But uh, she went amazing, so then I started looking for him. <laughs> well, Junior put a bit of pressure on himself because coming into the race, I think before the, the Sky interview, he said uh, something along the lines of, well, I thought this was my best drive of the night and I've already won the pacing cup. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so, so uh, t- tonight, uh, drawn barrier 12, uh, what, what do you think? Typhoon Tiff looks the leader. Um, do you think you can you can win the race despite the backline draw? Yeah, oh, oh, we, you know, obviously I do. I think she's going really well, and I, you know, when I when we do twelve, I was disappointed. But when you when you know like uh, the 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 uh, Wai Creek drew barrier nine, and yeah. um, got to go good manager barrier seven, and Typhoon Tip's still going to have to come out a bit hard to lead. She's going to yeah. have to come out a bit, and that's twenty five hundred. So, yeah, as long as uh, we don't have a lot of bad luck in running, we'll be right there at the finish, I'm sure of it. Well, Senior, uh, as always, you're playing a big part in our uh, Group 1 feature races. Uh, congratulations for last week's Retrovision Fremantle Cup. Good luck tonight in the Western Mayors Classic and, and also in the in the Tab Touch per, um, Pacing Cup uh, the following week. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. And I'll just leave on one note. I'll give him a compliment. I probably couldn't do it without Junior. <laughs> I hope he's not he's very good. He's very good. Yeah. Goes all right. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Senior. And uh, good luck tonight. We'll see you at the track. Thanks very much. See you, guys. Bye. Gary Hall Senior. And there's a reason why he's the Hall of Fame trainer already. Absolutely. No, no. His record's second to none. And even he talks about his admiration for blokes like Fred Kersley. And and those great trainers, Phil Coulson. But when you talk to Fred Kersley about Gary Hall Senior, the admiration is is there. Like, exactly. Yeah. It was nine out of eleven in yeah. the last Fremantle Cups. <laughs> great record, and just to, to get Chicago Bull back to the level he is now has been yeah truly remarkable. Yeah. Well, tonight the Chicago Bull goes around against in the Railway Cup against uh, a horse that's coming through the ranks in Too Fast, Too Serious, drawn 10. Uh, this is his biggest test to date, and a lot of people thinking he should be in the Pacing Cup next week uh, as we go to the break. This lesson to Too Fast, Too Serious, winning at Gloucester Park. Sangrial gets into the clear, but too fast, too serious, really opening up now. He's about seven metres in front. Grand Chico's run a great race. And then Romanart, Sangrial the outside, but an easy win to too fast, too serious all the way. And he walks in. Second, Grand Chico. Third, Sangrial. And those away, fourth, Romanart. And they broke right away from Rock and Roll, Whitby, Lord Roscoe. Our Perkins just a second. Just pulling in is Willow Rock and Roll. 27-8 last quarter. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Extreme Prince could be in a bit of trouble here. Mr. Bushido has raced up on the outside and Val Bon, he's coming from a long way back as well with a big run. Around the turn though, it's Mr. Bushido going up to Extreme Prince. Mr. RD gets out, then Blackjack Zach Vol- Val Bon. Extreme Prince is responding though. Mr. Bushido, Extreme Prince from Mr. Bushido, better be Oscar. Extreme Prince in front and beat Mr. Bushido. Third, better be Oscar. Fourth home, Blackjack Zach, I'd say, in front of Mr. RD and Q-Town Riveroing. Then Destin... And uh, the Talking Harness WA supporters were cheering home Extreme Prince. He only just got in there by a half head, but they don't pay for winning by any more morts. No, and a good uh, effort 
last week uh, for Bomber, getting four out of... Oh, sorry, I mean three out of four uh, Bomber. <laughs> yeah, we, well, before we get to Bomber, Bomber's first lot of tips, the second segment, is brought to you by Loans 123, Car Loans Debt Consolidations. Who do you see? Steve Sellett, 123, Loans 123. Lanoon Nutt. Lanoon Nutt, what a great man he is. Go to loans123.com.au and they'll sort out all your personal finance needs. He's a very good man, Lanoon Nutt. He is, as we welcome another very good man, Bomber Hill. Hello, Bomber. Morning, guys. How are you going? Yeah, very good. And uh, three from four last week. Uh, Mort's got four from four, but we won't talk about that too much. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, he certainly got one on us there with a the ball, didn't he? He's, he certainly did. But I tell you what, what about the Stan Starter? well supported. We'll play it a little bit later on. Dollar seventy has started. <laughs> what about that? Taking a dollar seventy in the stand. But that, that was a cave in. That was a cave in job, wasn't it? Yeah, the old fashioned. It was. A, look, it was a great result. We, we will take three out of four every week. Thank you, Bomber. We sure will, and uh, <laughs> why not? It's been, particularly the last two, Bummer. You know I like back in the last winners, and we got the last two, so it was even better. All right, let's have a look at the first couple of races we're going to look at uh, this week, and the first one is the race one. It's the Westrolls Roller and Roman Blinds, three-year-old pace over the 21.30 metres, and uh, as we look at the field, uh, we have Typhoon Banner at $1.80, Valentine's Brook at $23, Hotfoot at 26 Jasper Vella Beach at $23, Power and Grace at 12 Warriors Legacy at $81, The Ideal Touch at 650 Star from the Palace 41 Classic Choice at 91 Riverina Flash at 750 is the horse inside the back line, Blue Chip Adder at 19 and Copy and Pace at 420 This is a uh, an interesting bunch of three-year-olds. There was a few... F- Few in this race that looked like they'll got to really go on and, and be really hot uh, three-year-old prospects, and probably may not have quite delivered on that, but are still uh, are still nice conveyances nonetheless. Uh, Bomber, but an interesting race to start the card. Our favourite is drawn the one Typhoon Banner at one dollar eighty. How do you like it, the race? Yeah, you're right. It's an interesting race. Uh, Typhoon Banner certainly deserves favouritism from the draw. He looks the leader, um, but I just yeah couldn't couldn't come into the skinny odds. Um, this is a pretty good race. There's some really, really nice three-year-olds in the race, as you said. And uh, I thought Power and Grace was fantastic first up from a spell, come from a long way back, ran really, really good sectionals to uh, to run second on that on that occasion and uh, think you know, we'll take plenty of benefit from the run. This this bloke, you know, he's raced against the best of his age group right through and uh, he's a pretty serious horse. I think he can get up outside the leader, uh, just control the dictate, control and dictate the uh, tempo of the race. Uh, and just, you know, double-figure odds. I thought uh, he was a good uh, place play to kick us off tonight. It's a very, very even card tonight and uh, and some great racing. But, uh, yeah, I thought getting up close to $3 a place, he was a, he was a nice place play for his power and grace. Yes, Bomber. Um, Mike Reed said after last start, pulled up well. Couldn't be happier with him too. And the number one, Dylan Edgerton Green, said we won't. Die Wondering, that's courtesy of Tim Walker and The Last Word. So we're on Power and Grace. Michael Grantham, for the place, what's the staking plan, Bomber? Yeah, two-unit place play to, to kick us off on, uh, yeah, what is a, a pretty even night. And uh, Power and Grace owned by Albert and Julie, Julie Wormsley, our sponsor tonight, uh, Westrell, of the Mayor's Classic and the support races. So it might be a great way to start off with the sponsor great as well. Sponsors. Yeah, he's a, he's a good man, Albert. And, um, yeah, hopefully he kicks the, the, the night off with a winner. 
We're going to uh, look at the second race now. And uh, just, to, just to note, the first race is at 5.07. So an early start with the 11 races on the card uh, for tonight's Mayor's Classic. As we go to race number two, which is the Westroll Meshlock Security Doors and Screens. And it is over the 25.36 metres. So it's uh, over the staying trip. And as we have a look at the uh, market from Tab Touch, the brand that funds the industry, and all our markets are brought to you by Tab Touch. Um, open an account today, tabtouch.com.au. Number one is Leap of Faith at 260. The Kraken at 320 in from 350. Uh, Blue Blazer, this had support, $17 into $11. Shadow Roll is $11. Uh, LeSulman at 31. Euphoric Moment at 750 in a point from 850. Walsh is at $34. And Allwoods Rock and Roll 101. And Running out the front line is Bolter at $31. The three runners off the back line is the last Parisian at $11. Headline Act at 15 And Cam Luck King for uh, Barry and Linda Hamilton at $41, uh, listeners of our program. But uh, we have Leap of Faith at 260, just ahead of the Kraken at 320, drawn one and two respectively. Bomber, how do you see this race? Yeah, another very even race, but uh, it just kept coming back to euphoric moment here. This horse is in, you know, stellar form, career best, no doubt. And uh, he's been doing it in all different fashions, uh, be it in the breeze, sitting up, leading, and just, yeah, just keeps on presenting at the right time. And uh, I thought the Kraken would have a really, really good crack for the lead here from Leap of Faith, who will also be keen to hold up. So the lead time should be pretty sharp. And then we've got a horse like uh, Headline Act, which uh, if they want to drop... Yanka mid-race uh, will be off and around and uh, ensure a nice steady tempo from then on. Thought Euphoric Moment could just sit off that. He'll, he'll probably be back near last from the draw. But uh, if he can find a helmet to follow home or uh, even come solo the way he's racing, he's going to be right in it at the finish uh, and a really good price. Yeah, Denny Roberts, uh, very confident, racing career best, each way chance in an even field. Is a very even field. And like you said, uh, a bit of... Um, bit of Speed up there early. So race two, number six, euphoric moment. What's our staking plan, Bomber? Yeah, one unit play. Um, that seems to be the order of the night. We'll just uh, shop for value. But, uh, yeah, really excited to see him finish off late here. All right. So that is the first two races we get a look at. And uh, we got to come back and have a look at another two races. Um, but before we do, let's go to the break. And a horse who's in absolutely magnificent form, Bravey Bondi. He's just continues to, to go from strength to strength. He's had a, a great campaign, this one. And uh, he was only short on Friday night, but he got the job done as we uh, look back a week and uh, listen to Bravey Bondi. Braveview Bondi's nicely out in front. Gotta go, Gabbana comes through on the inside of Patrick the Piranha. As happy as Larry, and then came American Brave. And further back is Rock Me Over in the straight. They run though, and the leader is Braveview Bondi from Gotta Go, Gabbana. Coming through, Rock Me Over. American Brave is down the outside, but Braveview Bondi is in front. American Brave coming through, Gotta Go, Gabbana as well. But Braveview Bondi races home to win. American Brave got second. Gotta Go, Gabbana was changing course all over the place there in the last hundred, probably. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. He's about to go for 
Disco under fire. Tri-Real Brigade, JB Mooney, where you been? They're all trying hard, but in the straight he goes for the odds-on favourite, Disco under fire, and he raced away. On the outside, Tri-Real Brigade, running on Babyface out of Cormiuni, battles hard, but Disco under fire, never going to get beaten one easily. It did win easily to the uh, cheers of the fans of... Uh... Talking Harness WA, $1.75, wasn't it? As we said, an old-fashioned cave-in for uh, for Disco Under Fire in the stand start. All right, we've got to get through the next segment, and this segment is brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better in a Bayswater Mazda. Corner of Guildford and Garrett Roads. Mort, so I was driving past there yesterday, saw all the Mazda 3s out the front looking splendid. It's a, on that, it's a big lot on the corner. It, it, it is a big lot, and actually going down there tomorrow to see Anthony and the team. Sankers uh, in the, oh, the market for a new car, so why would we go anywhere else oh, except Bayswater Mazda? I'll look after you there, that's for sure. Sure will. All right, the next race we're going to look at is race number three, the Westerald Timber and Venetian Bynes Pace, and it is uh, over the 25.36 metres again for the staying trip, and we have uh, number one, Angel in White at $3, Marky Sard at three sixty, in from five fifty. Beach Skipper at $10, Karuba 91 Sergeant Oates at $7, Mr Bushido at $5, Henwood Bay at $34, Better Bioska at $5, and Taruno Bromac outside of the front line at $21. And then we have two off the back line because of a scratching. We have Cavalry Corps at $51. You can take out the 11 and Delightful is $51. Uh, the favourite in a relatively open market here is Angel in White. Uh, Bomber, how do you see race number three? Yeah, actually going to back two horses in this race. I think uh, it looks to be really, really good speed. Angel in white. I think uh, Shannon will be pretty keen to hold up tonight. But uh, Marky Sard and Beach Skipper both desperate leaders. Uh, Marky Sard probably, you know, he could hand over if he did cross the one. But the, the three of them are going to come out really, really hard here. And, um, yeah, this, this first uh, lead time and first quarter could be pretty serious. And a um, couple that are racing in super form and will just drop out the back and, Bide their time in Mr Bushido and Better Be Oscar. They both come out of similar sort of races. Can't split the two of them, really, in, on current form, but they're in really, really good form. And uh, they both like early tempo and then uh, and be, they both be pretty strong at the end on the back of that. So, um, yeah, Mr Bushido and Better Be Oscar, I think they'll both get their chance in a truly run race. Certainly plenty of tempo, that's for sure. Number three, Lindsay Harper, will, will, we, will, sorry, we will come out all guns blazing. <laughs> so plenty of speed. What are you, uh, what's the staking plan here for race three then, uh, Bomber? Yeah, well, when Lindsay says that, then, uh, yeah, you know, it's <laughs> going to be fireworks. So, um, yeah, one unit to win, both Mr Bushido and Better Be Oscar. All right. And that's the other thing I love, Bomber. I love dual bets. So I love back in the last winner, but I love dual bets in racing. So you've, you've done it again for us. Race number four. <laughs> Is the Westral Shade Track Outdoor Blinds, and it's over the 21.30 metres, and we got Robshenko at $9. Touch of Success at three seventy. Uh, Al Perkins' is favourite, open five fifty into three fifty favourite. Liam Neal at four sixty. Crocodile Kid at one hundred one. Uh, whose ideas was this at eight fifty? Extreme Prince, who won for us last week, now it's at eighty one dollars. Uh, as it's probably not going to lead this week. Rosie Ideal twenty one and Roman Aviator at twenty six dollars. The outside of the front line. Then in the back line we have Jesse Allwood at fourteen. There you go at eleven, who obviously won't lead from the back line, even though it's got plenty of speed. And one for Dave and me, the Higgins winner at nineteen dollars. How'd you see race four? Yeah, once again, looks to be. Super speed off the front here with um, one, two, three, and four all really, really keen to lead. 
little bit surprised at the big support for uh, Al Perkins from three. I think from one I could fully understand, but I'm not sure he gets across tonight. And, uh, yeah, these four, or at least one, two, three, could go at it for quite a while here. And, uh, you know, I've looked for one that's going to drop off in whose idea was this, who's been really, really good since resuming. And, uh, you know, last time he went back to last, ran home in a really, really quick last half and... uh, I think this race can be run upside again. And, uh, you know, we know Junior puts him in... Uh, sorry, we know uh, Stuart McDonald will put him into the race at the right time. Um, yeah, he, he can run a really, really quick last half. And, um, yeah, I can see the leaders coming back to him pretty quickly here. So, um, yeah, pretty keen him at a decent price. Very good value, Bomber. $8.50 on tab touch. What's our staking plan here? Yeah, one unit better at that, uh, yeah, at that really good price. Beautiful. And before we let you go, Bomber, the main race of the night is the Westraw Mayors uh, Classic for Group 1 over the 25-30 metres. And uh, Tab Touch, uh, our market for Tab Touch sees Typhoon Tiff at 260 in favourite from Barrier 4, ahead of Belle Catherine at 275 from Barrier 12. And uh, a little bit of support for Wainui Creek, 750 into $6. The big market correction is uh, Viva de Moore. $81 into $31. I think most people think it's probably going to get to the pegs ahead of Has No Fear, who's at $13. What do you think in the big mare's race tonight, uh, Scott? Yeah, we've been pretty lucky with barrier draws in these big races. They've, they've set up some super contests, and uh, this one's no exception. Val Catherine last week, she was out of this world. Like To do what she did mm. in that race was... Yeah, God bless I'm her. still shaking mm. my head. It was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They just don't do it. But, uh, you know, she goes back to the second line. Um, Typhoon Tiff, she'll run the gate. As I said, Viva de Moore, she'll look to cross. Uh, and then you've got Wanui Creek, who will no doubt have a really, really good look early as well. Uh, I, I thought the blowout hope at really, really good price, uh, she could end up leaders back or even three pegs, and that has no fear. Absolutely flying this mare and just having no luck. She's been finishing on the back of all the really good mares. And, uh, you know, these... These uh, big races have really strong tempo, so yep. you know, she'll get a shot from the pegs tonight. I think. Yep, it's got to be. Uh, it's a place to be on the pegs. But uh, it's look, it's a great race, Bomber. Thanks for your time. Hopefully, you found a few winners, and we'll talk to you next week. No worries, guys. Have a great night and a good weekend. All right. As we go to the break, let's have a look at another of uh, the really good fillies from last week. This one, a three-year-old filly, Tiffany Rose, who's. Uh, who's done a really good job and good to see her back uh, winning races for, for Mike Reed and the Jamelis. As we get to the break, let's listen to Tiffany Rose. In the straight, Tiffany Rose and Cub Reed is throwing everything but the kitchen sink at her. Miss Erie's into the clear, then start from the palace. Tiffany Rose in front. She's holding Miss Erie. Tiffany Rose is going to do it all the way from Miss Erie. Start from the palace and Tiffany Rose. Great drive by Mark Reed. Tiffany Rose has won. Second home, Miss Erie. Third home, star from the palace. And then we had one. Right out, 55 reborn, and Mistiano back on the inside. But you're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. And Caesar Pleasure's tracking it. Off the back in 29.5 for the third quarter. Queen Alita led five metres. That's not my gate. Eva's image. Caesar Pleasure from Wellbacks winding up. Into the straight they head now. The leader is Queen Alita. The outside, that's my gate, went up to it though. That's my gate, hit the lead. Eva's image. Caesar Pleasure are running on as well. That's not my gate's in front. Flashing through nearer the inside. Uh, getting through late was also Sangrial. Sangrial's flashed through nearer the inside. And it 
might have got up on the line here. Off the back, 27-2, third quarter. No win, no feed, giving a big sight. Turn for home, five metres out, Princess Tiffany. Then it's a major surprise, Enchanted Stride. No win, no feed, kicked away from out, Princess Tiffany. Miss McGonagall, Enchanted Stride, battling on it's a major surprise. But it's no win, no feed in front. And no win, no feed's going to be too good. Goes all the way. No win, no feed, won it from it's a major surprise, out, Princess Tiffany. And a photo for fourth, Enchanted Stride. And Miss McGonagall then from uh, Johnny Caldo and Marie Caldo for the last two races at Milton on Breeders Crown Night and they finished the night off with a double and we're about to talk to Johnny Caldo but before we do this segment is brought to you by Retrovision RAC members receive 5% extra everyday morts and it's Black Friday it's your favourite time of year it certainly is and uh, lowest price guaranteed so whatever price you see out there Come and see the team at Retrovision and they will match it for you and give you your RAC discount, Rads. Yes, and as I said, this is Interstate uh, segment's brought to you by Retrovision and it's a big pleasure to welcome on the line uh, the man who finished off the night very well at Melton at the Breeders' Crown, uh, John Caldwell. Hello, JJ. Yeah, how you going, mate? How are you? Mate, it was a, it was a big night. You had two in that, um, yourself and Marie, in that uh, Trotters race, the second last, and... I was watching you, and all of a sudden, I saw your other colours get up the inside and go past you. What, what were you thinking when Dasher got up the, got between you and the, the leaders? Well, you know what it's like, Mick. If I um, if I could have jumped on and helped him, I would have because I was cheering for him. So I knew I was all done, and um, it's always nice to have a second stringer there going for going for it. And yeah, really happy. She's um, she's a lovely filly. She's really fast. Um, she's probably been. She's been really good all the way through since since a yearling. We we um, she's always been a, been the pick, and um, yeah, it was just great to see. In hindsight, the fifty dollars was was probably massive overs. Well, it was, you know. Like I, I did say to Dash, um, you know, even during the week, I said she's really fast. If you can just hold her up and and just wait and wait, and if the, the last cause is slowest, she'll be steaming home. And and it was just. Amazing! It just all worked out, and uh, you know, yeah, the, the odds, the odds was, you know, I couldn't couldn't believe that either. Really, to be fair, you know, she's um, she, she's been very consistent all all season. She's only one main one mistake in, in all all her races, and and she's um, you know, like she she's been right there. She's won. She's been about three or four seconds, and and she's been racing against the best the best uh, trotters. So her form line was there, and she just needed a bit of luck, which she got. And you finished the night off. It was a great drive. You won it at the start. You got across. Uh, there was a couple of uh, moments there where you, that they tried to kick inside you, but once you found the front, you were going to be hard to beat. And you really got a great relationship with the, the Cross McCarthy stable now, and it was a, a another big race win for, for the combination. Yeah, absolutely, Mick. She, um, she's, well, obviously, she's a, she's a great mare. She's, she won the three-year-old series, and she's come back and, and won the four-year-old series. And I actually hadn't driven her. I didn't, didn't have the chance when... As I say, the company team they when, when they bring them down, I'm always um, got the opportunity to, to drive for them, which is great. And I just didn't seem to get get the chance to drive drive uh, no wind no feed. And it came up Breeders Crown night, and and uh, obviously as soon as I got got the drive, I was I was pretty keen because I thought she she's pretty good. So and uh, I was I was just trying to. My name was just to try and cross. Uh, Luke seemed to think she, she's much better in front, which, um, yeah, it all worked out well. Well, it was a great drive, and it certainly was a great way to finish off the night. And at Maryborough, so what's it like in Victoria now, uh, John, that the restrictions have been uh, lifted and you can you can move around the state a bit more? Well, yeah, they're starting to, they're starting to 
to lift. Um, he, the owners aren't, aren't still allowed to come to the track here. Now I'm just at Mirabara. Um, yeah, it's going to be a hot day today. They're only going to hit 40 degrees by the last. So um, and now I'm doing a double. I'm going to Geelong straight after Mirabara. So, yeah, I'll sleep well tonight. Um, but, um, yeah, no, it's um, not much has changed for me, really, to be fair. I was lucky enough to to be able to go to work every day and we've, we've been still able, able to race every day. So um, for us, we've um, we've been lucky enough to, be, to keep our business going. So not like the unfortunate ones, the pubs and all those sort of things, which, um, yeah, you could really feel for them. It's It's been, been a tough uh, six months, that's for sure. Uh, before we let you go, we had a couple of drives at Milton tomorrow night, including drop the hammer for uh, Darren Hancock, another Sydney trainer that mm. uh, you've got the drive on. And uh, not without a chance... Um, tomorrow night in the Australia, Australasian Trotting Championship? Yes, me. I was actually just talking to Darren only two minutes ago and um, got got the um, got the instructions and he seems to think that um, the horse is really well. Um, hasn't, has only had the two stands and led from both, uh, not led, one from both of them. So um, the stands, he was a little bit worried, but drawn out wide, he seems to be, think it will be better off. Um, the 2600, he doesn't seem to think we'll worry it. So, um, yeah, well, he was pretty keen, so um, we just need a little luck. We can get him, get him away good and, and just lob in the first three or four, for starters. Um, we um, Darren seems to think he, he'll be right in the finish. Mate, beautiful. Good to see uh, yourself and Marie going so well, and uh, it's great to catch up with you. And, uh, mate, uh, good luck over the next couple of days and, and into the future. Yeah, cheers, guys. Appreciate the call. And that's Johnny Caldo, and now we go to Mort's favourite person. He's back. It feels like he's been away for so, so long. He's back in more ways than one. Uh, BK, the man that needs no introduction, but back in form, got a winner for us last week and two the week before. So without any further ado, we welcome Mr. Ben Cray. Of course, um, away is it? Is that <laughs> well? You weren't. You weren't on. You, you, our Twitter followers got your tips. Yeah, but the, the dedicated listeners that aren't on Twitter might have uh, missed you. So we've, you know, Mortz is yeah, very excited. The dulcet tone. Mortz yeah, is very excited. Right. He, he met Dennis Lilly last week, and he's more excited did to talk he? to you. Yes, he's but... more excited to talk to you. Let me tell you. Jeez, did he have a Foster's with you? Uh, I, unfortunately, not BK. No. There wasn't one in the house, but um, we had was a glass of red. We had something pretty close. <laughs> had, had a few glasses of red, Jeez. but um, he can drop. He can drop some names these days, Mort, can't he? Get oh. Lily. Well, mate, <laughs> I spent my whole life dropping uh, <laughs> dropping Ben Cray, so uh, <laughs> hasn't helped him yet. <laughs> and DK's going who? <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. How how you been, BK? You you got through I'm the very well, mate. You got through the golf, okay? The Masters. Got through them. I uh, can't remember who won. I don't think it was any good, but um, <laughs> it's probably another donation there. But anyway, um, look, I'm ready to go tonight. I haven't talked to you guys for a few not, few weeks. I've been on the golf course, but we're ready and rocking. And we've got a couple of uh, three races to talk about. One at real big odds that's uh, worth something, and then probably a, a good thing, hopefully, at a bank in there right, as well. Let's jump straight right, into it, mate. Good. What have we got? Race one, number five, Soul Writer. Where are we at? 20 to... Great on Royal Newcastle. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? I reckon. <laughs> Race one, number five, Soul Writer. This horse has uh, got pretty average numerical form, ninth, eighth, seventh, eighth. But don't worry about that. It's been plodding along in the pegs for the last few starts. Didn't really like Tamworth last time, but prior to that, uh, at Newcastle, it's just been plodding along in the pegs. It's drawn five tonight. Chris Geary gets on. Um, very good driver. 
Um, look, it's 20 to 1 odd or something like that, and it's a pretty ordinary race at first. There's a little bit of speed inside, but if this horse can get some sort of cover, I think it might just be a sneaky here at around the 20 to 1, so something small each on, way. On tab touch, $34 into 17 that might have been my fifteen dollars there <laughs> earlier on. Anyway, all right, it's a good way to start the day off. <laughs> Let's hope so. Uh, we're going to go to race four in the next. This is quite a good little race. This um, a lot of these horses normally run around at Menangle, and Joe Conley has the one and the nine here, and his horses are absolutely flying. Bit of speed in the two, also he's a warrior. But and number ten uh, Escalera is going really well for Jared Elchin. But we're going to go with number nine Golden Year. Now this horse is an absolute revelation. Um, couldn't go for a previous trainer. And then John, Joe Connolly got it, and it's raced through the grades. Last few starts, it's been running against the likes of um, King of Swing, replaced by Cash and Flow, which we all know very well. Like, it's been in that type of grade, and it comes back to Newcastle here tonight. Inside the second row, the, the horse that follows is the stable mate. Our sequel got a lot of speed. Could be the early leader, and it could... So Seton Grimer on board here has to um, either decide whether to follow that through or to try and get off the fence early, but... The way this horse is going, it, it'll be winning with any type of luck you would have thought. And then $3 looks fairly good odds to me. Okay, it's, it's yeah, $3. $4 into $3 on tab touch. And the final one? Seven. And uh, we're going to my, my man up there, Clayton Harmy. And we're sticking with Chris Geary. This one's first up from New Zealand. Uh, number 10, Johnson Step. Had 10 starts for only one minor placing, but as we know, they only really have to cross the Tasman, some of these horses, to win. And this is a fairly even lot to be kind to them, the rest of them. And uh, my man assures me that this one's going okay. And eighty, this could be the banker for the night, to okay. be honest. Uh, number race seven, number 10, Johnson Step. Yeah, and it is a dollar a dollar eighty. So we've got a bit of value there in the first one. In Australia, from Tab Touch too, I think dollar eighty. Dollar eighty. Best odds in Australia. The, yeah. band, the, the brand that funds the industry. Tab Touch. Race five, race one, number five at seventeen dollars. Race four, number nine at three dollars, and the, the banker to finish off. Race seven, number ten at one dollar eighty. Now, BK. Hopefully, they're getting some positives on Twitter tonight, not uh, negatives after those tips. <laughs> now, BK, before we go, you don't sound like you're on Rabina Woods uh, today. So whereabouts are you this morning? I'm just in a little... Um, I'm just out near Bathurst. Uh, I'm out of Bathurst, uh, near the dog track at the moment, just for one reason or another, just, um, just just seeing what the countryside of New South Wales is like, and it's oh, lovely. Very good, very <laughs> yeah, good. beautiful. The home of the Turnbulls and uh, the Hewitts and all those great harness racing families. So. Oh, plenty of good, good trotting going yeah. out here, that's for sure. The, the blue and red colours. There's plenty of them out there, isn't there? <laughs> Yeah. All right, BK, thanks for your time, and we'll chat to you next week. Have a great weekend. Have a good one. See you, boys. There we go, BK, our man in New South Wales at Royal Newcastle again, might have found us uh, some value. 20 to, 20 to 1. Absolutely. Yeah. $3 and then in $1.80 banker in the last. So, What's Big Show? Gary Hall Sr., of course, our great man Scotty Hill, and great way to finish off with JJ Caldo and also BK with a few winners. Mayor's Classic tonight at Gloucester Park. Looking forward to it. And then next week, we've got the big one, the Pacing Cup. So, Mort's, uh, mate, thanks for your time. Yeah, thanks, Rads. It was a great show. Uh, hopefully, Bomber found us a couple of winners. Uh, senior. Beautiful weather. Why wouldn't you want to be at Gloucester Park tonight, yeah. Rads? Until next week, it's bye for now. This is Talking Harness in WA with Mort's and Michael Radley. 
Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.